Hello everyone, this is Kat. Thank you for listening on the Growth Mindset Podcast. I know it's been a minute, as I always say, so can't wait to share some new stories. Hey y'all. I know the last episode I named Baby Mama Single Mama, and for a reason, for those that are new to follow and listen to me, I wanted to share a bit of that life. I feel like I'm still half in that, half not, because my girlfriend had said to me, Kat, you are not a single mom, you're in a relationship. Listen, (laughs) Um, we are not married yet, and I'm going to keep saying that, Eric, you hear me, until (laughs) the day we are officially married. But I am absolutely the single mom, right? I, you know, he's great. He's great helping us at night when he's home from work. But absolutely day, night, no matter what, I am single mama. And I am baby mama because of my co-parenting situation. So that is why I named that last title that. It's for those that are jumping in and being like, who's Kat? What is the story? She's a single mom now? Or, you know, it's because I have been a single mom for the past few years and I will always be the baby mama to Harley's, you know, OG dad, the her birth dad. And so I share that co-parenting situation because there could be other moms, other parents that are going through that, that are brand new to that life. And I'm part of a lot of single mom groups that look for resources, look for guidance, look for coaching. I work with a lot of moms, so that's why I share those stories. And so to go back and Uh, summarize how that first year as a single mama went was when I moved back to San Diego in 2020. It was definitely a huge adjustment. Um, Going from two incomes to one income back to San Diego in 2020, the pandemic hit. Basically, everyone was either laid off, not working, companies were shutting down, grocery stores were empty. You guys remember that, right? And I moved in into my aunt's house. My aunt has big beautiful house in Eastlake and my parents were there and also my brother so full of family right and that year I had blown up my business really really big in just a matter of months because my why was stronger than ever right those of you that listened to my podcast in the beginning um one of the stories I love to share even when I speak um on mic and as a guest speaker at events is that that year Uh, when we came back i put in my phone in my little notepad i said these are the things that i want to have for me and my daughter within the next year and i was sitting there late at night crying my eyes out because i was still in this transition from moving from the bay to san diego and it was really really freaking tough and there were so many um misconceptions on, on on that transition from friends from family like oh wow you must have had it easy it was great because you moved in with family absolutely not right imagine you know your whole life majority living on your own independent and then you move back in feeling like you're starting all over with your kiddo and yes are we blessed and grateful that we had family to move into absolutely we were not homeless on the street thank goodness we had you know loving family that took us in but moving in with family that was already in a set of routine they were already set into their ways and then moving into one of their rooms in their spaces and now taking space 
getting mixed up in their their usual routine it was a mess guys um you know coming from also a filipino family with their own kind of culture and their own kind of situations how we talk to each other um anyone in that filipino family it can be really really stressful right and i don't blame excuse me i don't blame them for being like man we love you but this is tough right you're new to our household as much as we're blood family it's just we got, we have our own way of doing things that's really what it was at the end of the day and by Harley and I taking up a room in that house there were a lot of adjustments and it was hard for everyone there and Harley and I didn't have like a full-on bed at first we were in a room where they were using as storage because obviously no one was using that room so there were lots of boxes around and Harley and I were sleeping on this styrofoam mattress on the floor and you know I was just grateful to be safe right Harley and I were safe we were safe and sound and we had food you know food shelter roof over our head and family around us regardless recapping this really quick for those that are just joining my episodes of course and getting to know me um, we have over 52 it's 5,200 total plays so far in this podcast and as small as we may be I still think that's a really big deal and of course celebrate those those small wins Um, and so I recap that really quick and you know of course that first year of co-parenting because we were separated we were never married Harley's um, baby daddy and I but it was really tough the mediation that kind of thing if you want to listen to how that all went go back to my previous episodes but that whole transition was very tough and you know luckily for Harley like of course the physical transition she wasn't seeing her dad all the time Um, she was seeing him once every few months if that and you know us adjusting down here in San Diego that was all of course very hard but as we went through that process as you listen again on my other podcast episodes we went through mediation and I would have never thought three years later especially three years later that we would be in a place where it's very healthy communication and co-parenting even though he's in the bay and Harley's over there right now she's flying back today um, but to think going back like that would we would be in this position where we are healthy co-parenting and by that I mean we are able to communicate what we need what we need for our child what we want for our child what she needs those things without getting into fights without bickering without meeting paralegal lawyers court all of that and that is a beautiful thing to be grateful for and I really believe again it's because of all the inner work he has done I have done and really just not be about blaming each other anymore really not playing in the victim really about growing right to have two loving parents that are there to watch their child grow and the thing I say a lot especially now in this point of growth is that those that are going through it and those that have went through it or have baby mama baby daddy situations or ex situations co-parenting with exes or being with someone that's co-parenting with their ex it will be a whole freak ton I'm trying not to curse as much (laughs) easier if you are working on yourself what does that mean Kat doing the healing work maybe stuff is coming up from your past maybe trauma is coming up and you don't even know it why are you so triggered all the time why are you so miserable and unhappy with the process maybe the person's making it difficult but trust me it will be a whole lot easier if you do the work you right 
you are always doing the, the work regardless of any situation relationship and even more going through really hard toxic situations the best you can do for yourself the best win you can give yourself as parents is working on yourself I say this to a lot of parents that aren't even in that separation, that co-parenting situation. I'm like, hey, I know it's really stressful during this time, but the best you can do for your kiddo is take care of yourself. And I understand the chaos. I understand how crazy it could be um, being home alone here with Harley, especially throughout the day. Um, And in this transition now, she's going to kindergarten. It's been really tough and it's easier said than done. We can go through a lot of our, whether it's postpartum, depression, just regular, normal parent feelings of stress. The best we can do for our kids is take care of ourselves. What do I mean by that cat? Again, the healing work, the coaching work, finding resources, finding outlets to be healthier as a human being, to grow as a parent, as as a human being. All these things are so important in parenting. I mean, these are these are straight up tools, straight up facts that I'm telling you coming from the most toxic situations and surroundings and environments to now calm and peace, right? And not that that is always perfect, right? I hear you, I hear you guys. But the whole thing can feel easier when you have resources and tools, when you seek those resources and tools and you don't step into your ego, your pride, my girlfriend and psychologist would say, healing your inner, inner child to find out what's really going on there. If you need more help around your house, that's communication you need to have with your partner. You absolutely need to have with your partner, right? Brene Brown does this beautiful um, example of like, hey, when she comes home and crazy day with the kids, she's like, hey, she tells her partner, I have 20% on me. Do you have the other 80%? And her partner will be like, yes, I got you. Right, someday maybe you're like zero percent, and you need your partner to do the heavy lifting of 100 percent. That communication needs to happen, and I know this from experience coming from that type of relationship, many types of relationship where I didn't do the growth, they didn't do the growth, and most of all, we weren't on the same path to growth, right? And so, that will be so much easier when you find out what is it that you really need. How are you feeling at this very moment? Are you overwhelmed? Are you triggered? Do you need outlets? Do you need resources? I've said this a million times, guys. Reach out to me, message me for resources, right? At Catherine May LLC on Instagram or Catherine May LLC at gmail.com. I say this so many times and I've offered so many consultations and, and tips and guidances to a lot of other moms, parents out there. I swear this happens all the time, but I know why. I, I put out this message all the time and there's so much fear coming back. Even when we get on that first consultation of just resources and outlets of things that I can refer you out to, I, I know that there are parents, moms that I've been you know talking with lately, they are like, there's a lot of fear there, right? Their fear of that other person not being able to trust them, not being able to, um, that other person being able to guide them, or maybe they're just not ready. I totally understand. But it's, it's one thing to try, but it's one thing to be victim and blame everyone else for the problems you're having or things you're going through when you're not doing the work. Can I get an amen? <laughs> other question I get a ton an F ton a lot from other moms is 
how how do you do it how do you handle how do you juggle i of course cannot speak from the nine to five life right openly because i don't have that nine to five life anymore i did for many years my whole life nine to five right and even then you guys know if you listen to my old podcast the nine to five wasn't for me and i didn't have harley yet but when i did have her she was born i was in that nine to five life and i was with a partner where we couldn't see eye to eye on daycare on income um, budgeting saving investing any of that stuff because i still wasn't there growth wise and he wasn't either right we weren't doing the work and um, we probably still didn't know what we really wanted in life especially as parents and even us being in our 30s we still were getting our shit together which a lot of us are are, right (laughs) um and so that life i get i get asked a lot like how do you cat how do you do the nine to five with with kids kid with a partner how do you juggle how do you do that and now from this perspective in having a business right and i know a lot of people will argue this right but i believe that owning a business running a business is 10 times harder than a nine to five i know i said it i know i just said it but it's because that income is very unpredictable right for a very long time until it's really predictable and even then it's still a long time to get that stable so your income is only based on literally that work you put in and if it's a little then you get a little if it's a lot it's a lot or work smarter not harder anyways that's a whole nother entrepreneurial conversation (laughs) a nine to five you know your income coming in you know how much you're making you know how much you're hourly um you know that no matter what you show up you're gonna get that paycheck regardless right if you really really just not f that up you will get your paycheck right it's stable can we at least agree on that (laughs) so you know for those of us that were in the pandemic and in the nine to five and still working from home even now, right? Because a lot of us, that is the transition. How do you do it? Well, I can only speak on the experience of when I had a partner, obviously, and we were living at home, that number one, I mean, you guys already know the answer to this. It's communication, right? How much are you willing to sit down and communicate with your partner to have those very maybe uncomfortable conversations about finances, right? And I'm still going through them now with my new partner. That is never ending. My sister, who has been with her partner for like five, 10 years, they still go through those hard conversations, right? Does it have to be hard? I mean, that's depending on how you present yourself in the conversation. I don't know, that's up to you. But I think it's always uncomfortable when money comes up, right? How much you're spending, how much you're saving, budgeting, investing, whatever, distributing into your businesses, all of that it can be uncomfortable. But number one, um, I brought up the money first because that's usually a touchy subject, but communication guys right Um, communication in your relationships in your partnerships your friendships whatever that is to be closer to someone I ultimately believe again you can argue this you must be vulnerable you must communicate it's going to be uncomfortable right but if you want that partnership to work especially if you have kids you need to communicate absolutely freaking important that will never leave you no matter how long you've been with your partner Um, communication is so important right and sometimes communication can be really tough with your partner 
when, I'm going to go back to what I originally said, you're not doing the healing work, you're not doing personal development, you're not doing coaching, therapy, whatever that looks like for you, and also your partner. Can you come to a happy medium of communication? Absolutely, if you constantly have that conversation. It's like exercising, right? You will get comfortable and you will get more fit You can if you, cons- if you consistently exercise, right? You will get to that point um, where you're toned, losing weight, whatever that looks like for you. So you have to exercise that with your partner, meaning constantly communicating throughout the day, throughout the week, whatever that looks like comfortable for you guys or uncomfortable. <laughs> um, so, you know, talking every day about the little things, the big things, all of that is so important in partnerships because how do you think that's gonna look like, right? If you're not, well, it's the chaos, it's the craziness, it's the um, the worst, making assumptions, <laughs> trying to read people's minds, right? You hear me on that, right? That's how the arguments start. That's well, well, I thought, you know, you wanted to raise our kids like this. I thought you wanted to, them to be in this religion. I thought we were going to put away this much for college. The list goes on. And coming from the professional fail her, the failure, fail her, right? Um, I have gone through the worst of the worst case scenario when Harley was born with baby daddy, him and I, again, we didn't do any of that, right? We didn't know to do any of that. We were still absolutely learning. So things ended up absolute chaos, nightmare, right? And there goes the demise of that friendship or friendship. (laughs) Um, It was, it was all gone right because communication being vulnerable right having those hard conversations doing the healing work personal development that is all ground level basics guys work on those things i promise you it will overflow in everything else in your life can i get a name it even if you're not religious i hear you cat right it will overflow into everything imagine that right a person that is healed that is that loves themselves that does the work to continually love themselves take care of themselves right process their healing worked on their healing journey still working on their healing journey and their partner is doing the same imagine is imagine what that looks like i don't know if i said sane or same <laughs> try to stay sane um, in the process but that's a beautiful thing does it always look like that? Kumbaya, cat. This is your Hatha Yoga instructor speaking, testing. No, no, absolutely not. I'm not saying it's perfect, guys, but I'm saying for ground level to answer those questions that I get from all the parents. How do you do it? How do you balance? How do you stay sane in the chaos? It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be beautiful, right? But there's beauty in the chaos also if you can find it, right? Like, for example, the crazy freaking days of screaming and yelling with Hartley back and forth because she's super verbal now. Sometimes I'm like, dang, like the last big argument I had with her, cat, how do you argue with a toddler? Easy. <laughs> it just happens. She's feisty and sassy, right? Um, which means I need to work on myself more. Absolutely. I, but again, not perfect. But in that midst of the chaos, and I had said this to my girlfriend, I said, dang, she was like arguing with me. And the funny part about that argument, as I look back, even like hours after, thank God I have a resource to, an outlet to talk to. um, I was telling my girlfriend like, man, 
but the fact that she is so verbal and communicative, communicative, <laughs> I am just blown away by her at almost five is able to do that. And that's a beautiful thing, even amidst the chaos, even amidst of me literally crying, bawling my eyes out that day, feeling like a freaking failed mom through and through in everything I said I wouldn't do and everything that I said I wouldn't say, right? We have those moments, full on meltdown myself, right? But in that beautiful moment of, man, I love that she's verbal. She can tell me how she feels. She can yell at me. She can scream at me. There's beautiful emotions still coming out and she's feeling all these things. The world is very new to her every single day as she grows. The next question, because I will go through the general questions I typically get, um, it's still the same answer. When it comes to money, when it comes to finances, when it comes to your kids and having um, having them have enough money for, enough money, not say that, having more than enough money to thrive on their own, right? That is communication you need to have with your partner. And to go back, if I did not answer this, if you are a single parent, well then you get to make the rules, don't you? <laughs> so even more, seek out resources, communicate your needs, right? Find answers through other coaches, through financial advisors, because I am not a financial advisor. Talk to your bank, talk to someone that can help you invest your money or invest money in your kids. I am that yes girl where, you know, um, one of my girlfriends, she got into like life insurance business and, you know, she was like, hey, Kat, I want to talk to you about this with my, you know, the person training me. Absolutely. Because why? I'm always down to listen and learn. That is part of the growth. I'm not going to deny listening and learning all these things that if I don't know know everything about that, right? Especially when it comes to life insurance, life insurance for me, my daughter, investing money, I am constantly going to say yes to keep learning until I get it absolutely right and there's over six figures in my daughter's bank account, I will always say yes to learning, right? So when it comes to the money, finding resources, outlets, outlets ask, right? Find people that you can ask, refer out to, I'm one of those people, right? If you need to know more. And if I don't know the answer, I will refer you to someone that I think knows the answer. So keep trying to find that. Keep doing your due diligence to do the research when it comes to money. Again, not your financial advisor. That's a question I get a lot um, about. You know, it's like, as a single mom, how did you provide? Well, I hustled my shit, guys. I hustled that first year. I went from two income to one income, no car back in San Diego, Again, feeling like I'm living to living into a new situation and I use literally, I will say this out loud, my unemployment money to invest back into stocks my first year. Paid off all my debt with that money, used the rest to invest into my business. I think that was brilliant, right? And I have business colleagues that were like, holy shit, Kat, no one has an excuse now, right? You left a really, you know, I'm not going to say toxic all the time, but that toxic situation, relationship, environment, right? It wasn't just that relationship. Everything I was surrounding myself with at that time was not benefiting me at all, was not serving any purpose to my life anymore, right? Going from that situation, making a decision to cut off from, making a decision cut off from, I'm saying that over and over, because you need to make a decision. 
when you move forward, when you want to do better, when you want to seek out opportunity, when you want to better your life, you make a decision to do that. I hustled hard 2020 during a pandemic, became debt free, invested my money, right? Got money back in return because of investments, kept investing back into my business, built five figure business immediately, not even certified as life coach yet right? Because I believed in multiple streams of income and learning from the best of the best that can teach me in that way. So find a mentor, find a coach, find someone that can keep you accountable, right? Even as a single parent. So I'm stressing that over and over because those that have partners do the communication, right? Get on the same page. And those that are single and parenting are feeling like you're single parenting. Like a lot of my mom friends are like, Kat, I'm a single mom today. I'm like, girl, you're not a single parent. Go talk with your partner, okay? Um, As a single parent, right, you have to, you have to find those resources. And if you're not finding the resources, if you're not doing the work, this is where I will say, hey guys, are we making excuses? Hey guys, are we stepping into our ego and pride? Right, because we don't want to do the work or we want it easy or we want to just complain and be victim. Until then, I just did this this uh, podcast with Everyday Entrepreneur and the question was like, how do you know? How do you know when to quit? Whatever. And I, I had said, and I will leave you guys with this because I want this to be a quick to the point episode. Until you are sick and tired of being sick and tired, then you will do what it takes. And my uh, podcaster host over there, uh, Nomer and Chris, were hella laughing about this. And I was like, guys, you are sick and tired and sick and tired, you will do it, right? And they're like, how will you know though when you're sick and tired? I am like, trust me, you will know. The moment that situation arised where Harley's dad and I got into this huge, very bad fight and we had went our separate ways, right? I jumped in an Uber, you guys know the story, plane back to San Diego, left that life forever. When you are at that point, you're back against the wall, you are done, sick and tired and sick and tired, you will know, right? And you will know because you are in the situation still complaining about it, making excuses, and nothing's moving forward. That's how you'll know. You're still in it and you're not willing to do the work to change. You're not willing to do the change yourself or you're not ready and that is okay right? Maybe you just need the right support system, whatever that looks like for you. And if you do need that, shout out, guys. Message me. DM me. Personal message me. It could be even anonymously. Or I mean, I would know who you are, but (laughs) just like I won't be telling anyone your stuff. There are resources, right? And if, if you're choosing not to look at those resources and go seek help when you know someone can help you, that is your decision until you're ready. That is all from me, guys. Keeping it quick simple today. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Again, you can catch me at Catherine May LLC. I'm constantly on Instagram. I don't mess with any other platforms right now. I just don't want to have any questions. Message me any other topics. I do get topics from you guys, which I love. So let's keep talking about it. Until then, have a great rest of your week. Happy July. Take care, guys.